hearty fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters who are gathered here by the will of the master i feel deeply touched by the effort that each one invest into knowledge and transform such knowledge into wisdom many have come from many parts of the of india to start with and of the globe there are members coming from the south american continent north american continent european continent apart from the indians who are gathered here the most amazing observation is that those who travel from europe last night and reached here during the late hours of last night around 2 o'clock 3 o'clock they have taken to the indomitable will of attending to this class in the morning right at quarter past 5 which is a great example for being really fiery in aspiration for knowledge imagine that you take flight yesterday in europe and reach after midnight hours in india into india indian airport go through the immigration formalities customs come and settle in some accommodation which is made available hardly sleep even for an hour get ready come back to attend to the morning prayer and to the discourse this is the limit it cannot be any better that means those members who make such effort are trying to demonstrate that they are in a state where they can overcome their bodily limitations it's not easy to travel overnight and they changed time zones changed the climatic conditions to come to this morning class normally we try to come a day before relax a bit adjust ourselves to the situations to the climatic conditions and then coolly attend to the class 
last night many have come from europe and i feel deeply inspired by their inspiration and aspiration so also those who came a night before as also those who came from other parts of india it all shows that the soul is deeply intent upon knowledge which would enhance our comprehension and that comprehension pervades over the force and the activity that we carry out in a manner that we establish a right relation and experience the related joy and bliss december call is yet another call with a different dimension december call is conducted in the month of capricorn well may call is conducted in the month of gemini gemini is the third sun sign with aries and taurus preceding it capricorn is the 10th sun sign the third sun sign speaks of brotherhood of the souls brotherhood of the souls the fraternity of the jivas jivatmas essentially all our beings jivatmas are souls emerging from one universal soul or spirit therefore all beings are seen as co-born from the standpoint of the spirit or the universal consciousness from the universal soul there is the emergence of billiards and billiards of souls which are into different forms and the ones who gather here are beings that have gathered human forms so there is a fraternity of beings beings include the animals the plant the mineral the devas who are planetary solar and cosmic in all the seven gradations there are forms beings are the same beat a cosmic being it is a being beat a solar being it is a being be a planet beat a planetary being it is a being beat a human being it is a being beat an animal it is a being plant is also a being mineral is also a being these are the seven broad categories of beings the beings are categorized 
not in their status as being, but but in their status as the forms that they hold. Being is the same. The difference is in the forms and the potential of the forms. The potential is more or less according to the forms. The being is always an emergence from the one being who we call God or the universal spirit or universal consciousness. It's like the one in many varieties of forms, therefore having varieties of potentialities, qualities and abilities. It's like one electrical energy functioning through different electrical appliances gives different expressions. Some give light, some give amplification of the sound. Some can reproduce an image like a camera. <laughs> Electricity as energy is one. Expressed through varieties of forms, used for varieties of functions, and expresses in varieties of qualities. Through a blue bulb, you have the blue light. Through a white bulb, you have the white light. There is no difference with the electricity that expresses through a blue light or a white light. It is the quality of the form. Therefore, the let the being be a cosmic being or let him be, let it be a human being or a plant or an animal as beings. It's all but the same essence. Posited in different forms. Posited in different forms. When we speak of brotherhood, it is the brotherhood of beings. When we speak of brotherhood, it is brotherhood of beings. The dog is as much a, a brother as your human friend. All are beings. The, the plant is a being. The mineral is Everything, if you see the being, you are seeing the one being existing through many forms. It is one being existing through many forms. Seen as many beings, but there is no, in truth there is no such thing as many beings. It's one being as many. This knowledge, however much we recollect, we tend to forget because we are more oriented to the form than to the content. We are more and more oriented to the form, but not to the substance of the form.
to the content of the form. Purpose of knowledge is to reinstate the original in the substituted truth of manyness. Manyness is a substituted truth. The original has to be reinstituted. We feel different. The difference is according to the form and the quality of the form. The essence is the same. The energy that functions in all of us as beings is the same. All of us pulsate. It's common. All of us. We pulsate and therefore as pulsating beings we are just the same. But as expression of awareness we are different because different potentialities happen through different forms. So what is it that is to be refined is the form but not so much the content of the form. We don't have to Refine, we don't have to refine electricity. We have to refine the instrument through which the electricity expresses. Likewise, the being is electrical. The form in which it is functioning shall have to be put to refinement so that it expresses itself better. It expresses with better comprehension, better consciousness. It expresses in a harmonious manner. It expresses in a manner that it brings joy to oneself and also to the surroundings. It expresses in a manner that it does not cause disturbance to the prevailing harmony in nature. Nature is naturally harmonious. If our nature is also harmonious, we can experience the harmony as it exists within us and exists around us. We frequently disturb the harmony within us and through disturbed awareness, we also disturb the surroundings. So the more and more we are a disturbance to the surroundings, the more and more the surroundings also disturb you. As much as you disturb, so much you are disturbed. Many people say, I am very disturbed. Isn't it? The disturbance, not all are equally disturbed. Isn't it? There are people who are more disturbed. There are people who are less disturbed. There are people who are not disturbed. Isn't it? Why is it so? We try to attribute the cause to the surroundings. The cause is within us. As much as we are disturbed, we disturb the surroundings. The disturbed surroundings come back and disturb us. Simple. The simple knowledge is needed. If you do not want to be disturbed, do not disturb others. 
we do. If you do not wish to be disturbed, do not disturb others. As much as you disturb the surroundings, the surroundings come back and disturb you. A simple example can be given. In a still water pond, if you just drop a pebble, what happens? The disturbance, the, the, the ripples move all around towards the shore. And that's not the end of it. And again from the shore, the ripples keep coming to the center. And again from the center, the ripples again go to the surroundings. So from center to circumference, and from circumference to center, there is a continuous disturbance for a while, isn't it? It takes time before the lake once again regains its stillness. So who started this disturbance? It starts from us into the surroundings. It starts from us into the surroundings. So whatever we have emitted into the surroundings, it will come back and hit you. So therefore, we need to see that we are in harmony. This harmony is gained when we make an understanding that all our beings, and they are in different forms with different qualities. So therefore, when we think of brotherhood of the third sun sign, the third sun sign is Gemini, where we speak of the humanity, the brotherhood of humanity. Because essentially it is the brotherhood of humanity which would lead you to universal brotherhood. Universal brotherhood means realizing the, the brotherhood of humanity. You also extend that experience of brotherhood towards the higher planes and towards the lower plane. You extend that brotherhood to plant, to animal, to the mineral on one side. You also extend that brotherhood towards the planetary devas, solar devas and cosmic devas so that you have universal brotherhood. So. Human brotherhood is but a fundamental step to achieve universal brotherhood. As much as you learn to remain, relate in harmony with the fellow humans, later we can slowly extend it in either way towards animal, plant and mineral and one side, towards planetary, solar and cosmic devas on the other side. This is what is seen as the game of knowledge. The, the meaning, the scope of... This is what knowledge offers us. If we think that we are progressing in terms of knowledge or in terms of wisdom, the measure is, are you a source for disturbance? Are you a source for harmony? If people let you, do they gain harmony 
how do they get disturbed? So, harmony is the basic quality of the being. It takes to form, to experience in harmony. It takes to form, to experience the nature in harmony. And therefore this brotherhood concept has come to be. Brotherhood means it is a state of fraternity where there is friendliness that I transmit peace and harmony from me to the surroundings and I receive similar peace and harmony from the surroundings and thereby experience the joy of existence or the bliss of existence. Therefore, all the seers who realized the very purpose of being in creation, they have all realized the very purpose of being in creation, it is to experience the harmony at all levels. That is what we call the bliss of existence. Are we blissful of our existence or are we in some kind of irritation all the time? Of course, in the morning hours like this, after such a prayer, we are already blissful. But as we walk out into the daily routine, does this bliss remain? Does this joy remain? Does this harmony remain? Retaining this harmony at all times and experience the beauty of nature is what is intended for making all this creation. This is how the scriptures speak of. So those who have gained that bliss of existence, which we call ānanda, ānanda at every level. So that bliss, to gain the bliss of existence, if we are not in existence, it's not so very blissful. In the sense when you have not so many planes to play with, it's not so, so grandly, it's not so grand, and it's not so very blissful. If you are not in the body, it's not very blissful. It is to be in the body and to, and to relate and gain the bliss. If you are not into the game, you are not so very joyful. But if you are into the game, you have the possibility of getting into conflict, getting into disputes, getting into competition, getting into jealousies, getting into hatred, all these other possibilities also are there. So to retain the blissfulness while we are in activity in nature, then while we are in the form and relate into the surroundings, that is what the seers have found the way, or that they found the way. Therefore, they said that unless you realize the brotherhood of the humans to start with, and brotherhood of the beings as a whole, bliss cannot be your cup of tea or coffee, whatever it is, your cup of drink. <coughs> 
you cannot really be, really be at bliss. The seers have demonstrated that when they come across a snake, <coughs> they see it as much a being as he is, so they are not disturbed. We are disturbed even by mosquito. We are disturbed by a cockroach. We are disturbed by a rat. We are disturbed by a cat, a dog. Anything is disturbing to us, isn't it? And the more and more we say we are civilized, the more and more we are disturbed. Isn't it? Can we say we are civilized? We say we are developed, but we are very easily disturbed. Irritation comes very quick. The more, more and more you are modernized, the more and more is your irritation. You are irritated if there is any movement over there. You are irritated if there is some sound over there. You are irritated if some children move within the sal. Our potential for irritation is very high. On one, hand, on one hand we say we are gaining wisdom, on the other hand we are gaining more and more irritation, intolerance, impatience. Isn't it? Easily disturbed for nothing. So that's where the wisdom is needed to see the one being in many forms. As much as you learn to see the one in all, the more and more you would be walking towards that kind of harmony. Even this, even if the surroundings are disturbing, you are not disturbed. Even if the surroundings are disturbing, you are not disturbed. That is the first step. Second step is the harmony in which you are you transmit into the surroundings so that the disturbing energies also gain a state of non-disturbance. They, 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 they tend to be no, non, no nonsensical. <laughs> they tend to be quiet. They tend to find their own harmony. So in the presence of a, a great master, even ferocious elephants calm down, isn't it? We know the story of Buddha, where a ferocious elephant, as it came across Buddha, he looked into the eyes of the elephant, and the elephant looked at Buddha, and it gained the bliss from the one who is before the elephant, gained that bliss and then calmed down and he, he came up, kneeled down and started affectionately cajoling Buddha with its task. It is a, it's impossible normally for, a, for us to imagine. Likewise we see in the story of Lord Maurya, Master Maurya. Ferocious tigers, they, they just come and as the master looks at them, they tend to become like tamed 
dogs, tamed dogs. They come with their wagging their tail, come near and sit on their four legs. Sit on their four legs and then be enjoying the company of the master. Can you imagine? Ferocious tigers. A group of them. When they encounter a master of wisdom, they just lose their ferocity and be quiet, be calm, and experience the bliss of existence. That's the beauty of wisdom. <coughs> Those are our ideas. Those are our ideas. Even while we do all this activity here, the activity should not be at the expense of one's own harmony, peace, poise and blissfulness. If we lose the poise, then activity has no value. To stay poised at all times, it is, is what is called yoga. Yoga is nothing but a poised state of beingness. Yoga is nothing but a poised state of beingness. We can be poised even when we have cold and calm, even when we have fever. If we are disturbed with our calf, with our cold, with our fever, they tend to be much more than before. If we are poised, slowly our energy, it transmits that kind of poise and brings poise to the disorder and brings the disorder into order. All disorder is brought into order by staying in the state of poise. Therefore, we relate to those beings who are extremely poised. Extremely poised. There are masters who have stilled the mind of people who came up to them. Stilled. How could they still it? We also would like to do such thing. But we should be still enough to transmit that stillness to others. We should be still enough to transmit that stillness to others. We should be poised enough to transmit the poise to the surroundings. So therefore, we may, we have been doing so much activity over so many years and there is a lot of movement from east to west, from west to east, from north to south, from south to north. In every direction we are moving, there is a lot of activity everywhere. All this activity should lead us to the state of Venus and the related poise. While being in poise, he can be in the height of activity. He can be in the height of activity while you are in poise. In fact, at greater activity, there is better poise. At greater activity, there is better poise. There is a state of non-doing while you are engaged in doing. There is a state of non-doing 
at a very at the height of doing when we were moving by horse drawn carts or bullock cart bullock drawn carts we had lot of movement in the carts isn't it then we have taken to better speed by taking to automobiles and then though there is there is speedier movement there there is less tiresomeness while moving in it now we move in aeroplanes where it is by far very speedy and yet you are not put to the movement as much as the aeroplane moves isn't it in lesser speed you have greater movement in higher speed you have lesser movement you see this dimension coming to bangalore by by flight coming to bangalore by train from vishakhapatnam has an impact on your energy system isn't it if you come by train you have the movement of the train even after you get down from the train <coughs> isn't it when we stand there is some kind of movement because for 24 hours you are put into that kind of movement which the train gives while it moves so even when we come out you are in the room you are a bit in a kind of a swing <coughs> and for a while it stays but if you come by by flight you don't have that kind of a experience that is how at a greater height there is better poise it looks to be silly but it is the truth at a greater height there is better poise at a greater speed there is better poise you see the air is faster than fire air is faster than fire but air can be much more at poise than fire air can be much more at poise than fire that's why with the help of air we calm down fire with the help of air we calm down fire that's how we conduct the technique of pranayama we associate the fire that is the thought of the mind is the fire all thoughts that we produce are the activity of fire when we associate the thoughts to fire to air within us which is a rhythmic movement slowly the fire of the thoughts it reduces because you tend to reduce all your thoughts into one thought as movement of air within you it is movement of air with into you and out of you into you and out of you into you and out of you so your hectic mental activity is reduced into the activity of air within you which is also an incessant activity as relate to it more and more slowly the air 
when the when the speed of thought reduces, the speed of activity of air is also reduced. Gets into the next step of pulsation and leads you to the sky in you. The sky, the sky seems to be peaceful and stable, but it is at great speed. At great speed. It is a speed which is not seen as speed. It is a speed where you do not experience the speed. It is very speedy and yet you don't feel that speed is what is called the state of Naga. Naga means there is a seeming no non-movement. The earth is moving. The earth is moving all the time. Do we feel it? It is moving at a speed greater than that of a jet plane. A jet plane cannot move around the earth in 24 hours. It takes 27-28 hours. So earth is moving around itself speedier than a jet plane. But we don't feel it. We don't feel it. Likewise, in higher activity, there is greater poise. At higher activity, there is greater poise provided. You stay in the state of beingness or poise or you stay as being and see the being around you and being in you as yourself. If you see the wheel, at the hub there is not much rotation. The hub rotates everything, but it does not. The pole, the axis does not rotate. It rotates everything around. So the deeper you go into your being, the lesser you find the peace. The deeper you get into the being, the the beingness gives you the related poise and peace. That is why the mantra is given deep, 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 deep. So if you dip very deep into your own being, you find that your, your activity of air and your activity of thought are fire. Your activity of water and matter are all based in you. And if you are with yourself, all that is around may conduct itself, but you are not disturbed by it. There's so many CSA, see the non-movement in movement. See the non-movement in movement. See the state of inaction in action. That's how Bhagavad Gita says. See the state of inaction in action. For example, yesterday we came from Anantapur by road to Bangalore. What are we doing? Or you have all, some of you have come from another continent to Bangalore. Everywhere you have been sitting only, be it in the automobile, be it in the train, be it in the flight, you are just sitting. It is the plane that is moving, it is the train that is moving. It is the automobile that is moving. You are not moving. Are you moving? 
Are you moving or the vehicle is moving? If you are associated with the speed of the flight, then you are tired. If you associate with the speed of the flight, you are tired. We don't associate with the speed of the flight, do we? We don't. Why should you? You are given a seat. You sit pretty in it. You just sit pretty in it. Just drop it over there. <laughs> Isn't it? To give not a very good example is drop yourself into the seat like a cabbage. Like a cabbage. You just drop yourself in. It's the flight that takes you, isn't it? You are not traveling. The flight is in, is in movement, you are not in movement. The aircraft is in movement, you are not in movement. So also when you get into the train and you take to your allotted seat or bed in the train, thereafter it is the train that is moving, you are not moving, isn't it? Just like at home you sit and when necessary you go to the toilet. And when, when time comes you take your timely food and you experience the surroundings. Provided the windows are clean. <laughs> you can experience the nature around, isn't it? So is the case when you are in an automobile on the road. The automobile on the road, what are you doing? You are sitting. You are sitting, the automobile is moving and you are experiencing the fauna and flora that is around unless you put your mind into the brewery of emotional thoughts and thinking. Your joy, the journey is joyful, isn't it? The journey is joyful, so be it in automobile, be it in train, be it in flight. These are all vehicles through which we travel, but we are not traveling. The vehicle is traveling. The vehicle is traveling. Take this understanding a little more deeper. Make it a little more esoteric. These are all exoteric examples. The esoteric example is this form is also a vehicle. This form is also a vehicle. The human form is a vehicle. And we are residing in it. We are residents of this form. The one who resides in it is called person. Person. The one who resides in it is person. Person is the word that comes from Purusha. Purusha is the Sanskrit word. Etymologically, it is Purusha that has been transformed into person in English. There are many terms of Sanskrit which went into the Greek and the Latin and also to other languages that are born out of Greek and Latin. There are many languages that are born out of Sanskrit itself. 
So therefore, we are residents of this farm, and this farm is at moment. We are residents of this farm, and the farm is at moment. In this farm, there is movement of air. Why there is movement of air? To sustain the life connection, and to hold this farm. Life is given as the thread by which we connect. The thread of life enables us to connect to this farm. If the thread of life is disconnected, we are out of the farm. What we call is nothing but snapping of the thread of life as it continues to exist, connecting the body and connecting it through five pulsations. It is the work of the life thread that we stay connected with the form. And who are we? We are units of awareness. Units of awareness. And with the help of this awareness, we keep on generating activity. We keep on generating activity. Activity can be generated and worked out, but you can still be Witnessing all that is happening to you, just like you see witnessing a flight moving, just like you see, just like you witness a train moving while being in the train, just like you witness the automobile while you are in the automobile, movement of automobile. Just like be a witness to all that activity which is a movement from you. Movements keep happening. It is generated from us. The thoughts are generated by us, from us. The, the speeches are generated from us. The farm is moving according to the thought. The farm is sustained by the pulsating principle. So you be the president of the thoughts that are generated from you. President means the one who presides over. Then the president is not one who indulges into everything with all his anxiety. President is the one who presides. He just remains and enables activity to happen. That is president. Each one of us, as a person, is the president of our own system. Our own system. We should preside over our system. Then you can see how your pulsations are being conducted. You can see how the pranic principle is functioning in its fivefold manner. You can also see how thoughts are generated from us. These are all emanations from us. We are not that. Thoughts are emanated from us. Regularly they keep on coming. They are all expressions coming out of us. But we are with, with us as basis, thoughts are generated. With us as basis, the pulsations are working. With us as basis, 
the farm is finding its own growth, its own movement. So if you see that you are the one through, through whom everything is emanating, and you remember this, and you preside over all your activities, only then you can see yourself as the being. So is every being. So is every being. Every being is pulsating. And every being is also emanating its awareness in different ways. There is activity of awareness, there is activity of life that are regularly expressed out from within to without. So when you are witnessing the two activities, when we are witnessing the two activities which are emanating from you as life expression and awareness expression. You stand beyond the two. See, we are given compass as a spiritual symbol. Welcome, Akshar. <clears throat> we are given compass as a spiritual symbol, you know. With two legs, with a head over there. Compass is basically a symbol with two legs, with a head over there. We can bring it together. We can set them in different angles. The two legs of the compass can be related to the life activity and the activity of awareness. Life activity and activity of awareness. And you are presiding over it as its head. This compass with its two legs gets stuck when the head, when, when the, when you indulge into the activity of life and the activity of awareness. That's why the two legs are kind of get conditioned by a square of the objectivity. That's how the symbol is in masonry. The two legs of the compass are bound by the square of objectivity. When we get involved into the actions that emanate from you, when you get involved into the life activity emanating from you, that there be no involved or indulgence while you are in activity, you can be witnessing your activity. That is the essence of yoga. Be a witness to the sickness that is in you, then you are not sick. That's the key. Then the secret, the sickness is not supported by your energy. If you involve with the sickness, the sickness grows with your energy. It's very likely in the, the kind of living that we have built around us, the system that we have built around us, that mostly humanity is getting more and more into sickness than into health. We don't see any human being getting back to perfect health we can only see human beings getting into ill health, isn't it? 
less health, less health, less health as we progress. Then more health, more health, more health. Exceptionally there can be a being who is sick-free. So from health, from health to sickness there is. You hear more and more episodes huh, that, that I got this sickness, I got this sickness, I got this sickness. Seldom we hear I am out of this sickness and I am out of this sickness. I am speaking of chronic sicknesses, not acute ones. Isn't it? Why is it happening? Because there is more and more indulgence. From being a witness of life, you are getting more and more indulgent into life. When you are more indulgent, there is more sickness. Likewise, in the activity of awareness also, the more and more you are indulgent in your activity, the more and more you are caught by what you build. Many people build great things, but they become prisoners of all that they build. Who built it? You only built it. That which you build cannot bind you. Is it a, is it an activity of knowledge that we build something and become slaves of it? Is it knowledge? We build this body and become slaves of it and serving it all the time, instead of the body serving us. We build likewise activity outside. People build professions, people build through businesses, people build through their vocations. All that you have built, how can you be servant of it? You should be master of it. Isn't it? Likewise, all that we build as body with the help of life force, it cannot determine your life. Isn't it? We have driven it so that we preside over it, direct it, and experience it. That's what knowledge tells that we have to be beings. And as beings we are brothers. Actually, it is from that brotherhood concept we have gone into all these details, isn't it? So the brotherhood is possible only once you realize that each one of us is a being and as I am. The being is called I am. Some language is needed for expression to communicate. That's why we speak all these words. I am, besides over, the activity of life and the activity of awareness. Besides. You cannot be subservient to the activity that generates from it. You cannot be subservient to the activity that, uh, that is generated from you, you can preside and conduct it. You can preside and conduct it. That is possible only when we realize that we are the beings and we have activity. And to do that activity, we have a body. To sustain the body, you have been given life. So there is the activity of life on one side, there is the activity of awareness on the other side. As an Atman, you preside over the two 
in sanskrit we call the activity of awareness as the activity of prajna prajna and prana that's how it is said in sanskrit prajna means awareness prana means life the the atman or atma we call it is the one who presides over the prana and presides over the prajna if you stay as atman you can regulate prana you can also regulate your activity you can be a master of your activity you can be a master of your life activity that's how the masters lived the masters were never worried that they may die they were never they were never worried that their life act that, that their life thread will will snap without their knowledge it won't it is because he is the master over the life principle he is the master over the activity principle that's how the atman is the purusha is the person is this seem to be very hyperbolic when we speak of but that's the truth from which we walked very distant and we have deviated a lot your the master says my life is under my control i i live when i when i feel the work is done i live when i feel that the work is done for this time then i live because i know that i can disconnect myself with the life principle the life will, principle will not decide my continuing or departing that's how a master is likewise he presides over the activity as long as the activity continues to inspire people and help people to find themselves as long as the, the activity has a purpose he continues to preside over the activity otherwise he withdraws and says enough is enough enough is enough that's how jesus christ said it is now finished he said <laughs> it is now finished i shall now get up and get to my father meaning get back to the source from which i have come i have come to do a work when the work is finished i go that's the understanding of a master of wisdom every master did like that that they have consciously concluded their work consciously concluded their life it's not that he is taken unaware he is taken unaware this is because he remains a witness of the activity that is happening through him and witness of the life activity that is happening in him he presides and witnesses this is what we are expected to gain to all those practices that we are conducting especially the prayers that we are conducting should let you beyond your life beyond your awareness as the beingness or being being 
I am the being and I overview my activity. I am the being, I, I overview my life activity. That is the status that we have to have. Then you are at the top of the compass. The top of the compass, that is what we call the head. When your awareness is functioning from the head, then it presides over the left and the right of your body. There is the right from the shoulders. There is the left and the right side of the being. In the head also there is right and left. Only at the top of the head there is unity. If there is left brain, there is right brain. There is left eye, there is right eye. There is left ear, right ear. Left nostril, right nostril. So everything is left and right, left and right, left and right. Only at the top of the head, it is neither left nor right, but it is both. That's why reaching Sahasrara is said to be presiding over one's own being. Reaching Sahasrara is said to be presiding one's own being, meaning one's own form. You preside over your form by sitting on the top of it. You preside over your form, sitting over the top of the form. That's the understanding. So when you gain this kind of understanding that I am a being, as a being I come from the, the universal pool, which is the being. I am a copy of that, isn't it? There is but one book. Each one of us is a copy of it, like that the meditations say. I am but one book. There is only one original. I am but a copy of it, meaning there is the being, and I am a sample of that being. So is, so is he, so is she, so is everything that you see. That beingness has to be recollected. This is called smriti, recollection. This recollection has to be continuously happening in us, so that, so that we do not miss the very anchor. We do not miss the anchor. If you are with the anchor, you can play around. If you miss the anchor, you are swept around. Isn't it? When the divers die, dive, they have a, an anchor. They dive with an anchor. From helicopter they come down, do things and get back. Or people dive into the sea and get back. So we can dive daily into the world, worldly activity, but you cannot lose the anchor of being the one who is connected to the one. Prayer is meant to realize that each one of us is the one who is a descendant of the one. Each one of us is a direct descendant of the one. So let, let, that the one is called in scriptures that, that, the one is called that. In Sanskrit it is called tat. We have given too many names to it, 
and therefore got digressed and lost the original import. We have lost the original import because we have given too many names. That I am. That I am. Shall have to be at all times with us. That's the anchor. That I am. That's what the heart trumpets in Sanskrit. See, when we say soham, people think it is a Sanskrit word, isn't it? When we say soham, people think it is a Sanskrit word, but it is not true. It is a universal sound which is picked up into Sanskrit language. If we say ah, if we say ah, to which language language it be, belongs? Ah is in every language, isn't it? You can't say ah is Sanskrit, ah is Spanish, ah is Latin, ah is Greek, ah is Telugu. I is Kannada. Ah, it's a sound. It's a universal sound. E is also a universal sound. U is also a universal sound. A, E, U, O. These are all universal sounds which are also borrowed by every language. So it, it being borrowed into another language, the language cannot claim the sound. Language cannot claim the sound. You have borrowed it into your language and thereafter if you usurp it as your sound, it is blasphemy. It is blasphemy. Likewise, soham. This note. Soham is a universal sound. It's not Sanskrit. When you breathe in, you can listen to the sound so. The Spanish can feel it, the German can feel it, the American can feel it, the South American can feel it, the Indian can feel it. Among Indians there are the Canadas, there are the Telugus. Whoever breathes in, any human as he breathes in and listens, he listens to the sound so. And as he breathes out, he listens to the sound hum. So hum, isn't it? It's a universal sound. When you breathe in, you do not listen that. When you breathe out, you do not listen I am. Do you? You don't. When you breathe in, it's naturally you can listen to the sound so. Even without your uttering, you feel as you breathe in it is so. As you breathe out, it is a humming sound, hum. Isn't it? It has no language. It is with every human being, it's the same. So what does it mean? As you breathe in, you are breathing the universal being into you. As you breathe out, the individual being is joining the universe. How beautiful it is. As you breathe in, you are breathing all that universal being into you. As you breathe out, the individual being is joining the universe. So, the, 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 the universal being 
entering into you and the individual being entering the universal being is an eternal activity that keeps on happening in us keeps on happening so cannot can we say that we are disconnected with the divine we are not it is our illusion that we are disconnected by our own ignorance we feel we are disconnected but we are always connected that's what the divine says i i, I am connected with you and you are connected with me and we are inseparable it's only by ignorance you feel you are separated no one is separated nothing is separated from me nothing i am into all all is into me so when you have that pulsating principle or breathing principle it makes that sound so hum so hum so hum its meaning is that i am its meaning is that i am saha aham saha means that aham means i am saha aham saha aham saha aham is the song that the heart trumpets so hum that i am so therefore if you are linked to this that i am consciously it is already there with you it's only you are joining it by you are joining it you are gaining your center you are gaining your center from where you can preside over your life activity you can preside over your awareness activity when you disassociate with it you are sunk into the the double activity you are sunk when you come down say from the helicopter with the help of a the rope if the rope is lost you fall like a potato or a tomato isn't it so the thread cannot be lost the thread cannot be lost the lord said i am the thread of various beads by which the rosary is made there are so many beads in the rosary isn't it like this garland there are so many flowers in this garland how are they connected by the thread within likewise i am connected to all as the thread sutre manigana iva like the thread that runs through hundreds of beads that form a rosary i exist in all through this thread of that i am that i am so we do well by relating to that which is available in us as a means by consciously relating to it you are connected and through your connection you can move upward and relate to the divine and bring the divine into you connect and this activity enables us to experience to be when you have this consciously established established 
in your awareness, then you can see this in others. You can see this in every being. Every being pulsates. That's why we say, it is from Shima to Brahma, isn't it? Mundilugla Japuni. From Chima to Brahma. That's how it is said in in this part of the land. In English we say from ant, ant means Chima. From ant to Adam, isn't it? Or Brahman. From ant to Brahman, it's all connected. So in all this there is the pulsating principle. Observe this pulsating. The tree pulsates, if you can see. There are people who can touch the tree and feel the pulsation of the tree. Not only the mobile with the moving, but not also, also the non-moving things pulsate. Thanks to science, it is very, very clear to all today that even in the atom there is that pulsation. Activity, isn't it? There is the activity of electrons, proton with the neutron as the base. Isn't it? So therefore, be connected, then experience the being. Be connected and experience the being. That is, that enables us to realize the truth of brotherhood. The truth of brotherhood is in a, in a realizing the, the, the person, the pulsating being in all forms. That is the truth of the brotherhood. When you don't recognize and try to build brotherhood, it doesn't work. It's like trying to make a rosary without the thread. You can't make a rosary without the thread running through, the common thread that runs through all of us. Not only human, but all other beings. The common thread that runs through is the the pulsating awareness. Pulsating awareness. This is what is intended to be noticed through practice by which brotherhood be, brotherhood can be gained. And this knowledge is generally given to humans in the month of Gemini as a tradition. The month of Gemini. Gemini, according to astrology, relates to human beings. Because we are beings that live in duality. Gemini is the first dual sign. Aries is a cardinal sign. Taurus is a fixed sign. Gemini is a mutable sign. It is, and it has duality in it. And that's why you have the twins there. <coughs> the twins. So the duality is for the play of it. Unless there are two, there is no play. Unless there are two, there is no play. So when you are in play, remember that it is one as two. Then you are not lost in the play. This, for, to give this knowledge, initiations were originally intended by masters of wisdom from ancient most time in the month of Gemini. Gemini is intended for initiation of humanity. Jyastamasa, we call it in Sanskrit. 
మిథున రాసి వీ కాలిటిన్ ఎస్ట్రాలజీ జెమిని వీ కాలిట్ ఇన్ ఇంగ్లీష్ ఆర్ ఎన్ అదర్ లాంగ్వేజ్ మేబి ఇట్ ఈస్ జెమినిస్ ఇన్ స్పానిష్ సో దిస్ జెమిని ఈజ్ మెంట్ ఫర్ ఇనిషియేషన్ ఓన్లీ బికాస్ వెన్ యు ఆర్ టెండింగ్ టు బి splitting into two better know that you are one when you are taking to a bifurcation of your being know that you are one becoming two that's why gemini is selected for initiations so also master cvv selected may call in the month of gemini 29th may it is the initiation is in the month of gemini it was so with moses it was so with jesus christ he initiated his disciples in the month of gemini he initiated as also moses gave the concept of pentecost which is in the month of gemini so also the wisdom of master jalkul speaks of initiations of humanity in gemini so also master cvv gave out the initiation in the third month that is may call as the month of initiation for humanity that's why the third month is considered to be a month of initiation in the solar year what is initiation initiation is for realization of the brotherhood of beings brotherhood of beings now the same initiation is repeated in month in the month of in the last week of december isn't it where we have the month of capricorn from 22nd december the month of capricorn commences which is in a clockwise direction the 10th month and is also the third month in anti clockwise direction if you take an anti clockwise direction capricorn becomes the third sun sign from 0 degrees aries and the anti clockwise direction pisces becomes the first sun sign aquarius becomes the second sun sign capricorn becomes the third sun sign so what is the 10th sun sign in the clockwise direction is the third sun sign in an anti clockwise direction that's where we see capricorn not only a month for initiation but also a month for fulfillment 10th house speaks of fulfillment therefore this month of capricorn is considered to be the month of savior is the month of savior what is the what is it that is to be saved the beings have to be saved the beings have to be saved from what from ignorance saving from ignorance is the best thing that a person can do isn't it who is a savior savior is the one who saves beings from their ignorance and institutes them in knowledge 
such a savior is what who, who we call the sun the sun in capricorn is called the savior why because he takes to an upward journey apparent upward journey then we look at from the earth we the beings of this earth when we see the sun every day he moves a bit towards north from the tropic of cancer towards equator he moves until march and beyond the equator to the tropic of cancer he moves by zoom so from december to zoom there is a continuous apparent upward movement of the sun it's an apparent movement and the sun for the solar system is no different from the being towards his own form to the sun the solar system is its his form to the sun the solar system is his body each one of us as i am have our body so we too like the sun in 6 months can raise to the topmost point in our being in fact in 3 months itself as you reach aries you can reach to the top of the head from tropic of capricorn makara rekha to tropic of to the equinox in 90 degrees the sun every day he moves in northward coursing apparent northward coursing because of the movement of our earth so since we are no different from the sun we are gain this inspiration to move towards the north the north in us is at the sahasrara the north in us is at the sahasrara so we move towards the north the more and more our energies and awareness move towards the upper part of our being the more and more we gain mastery over our activity life activity and awareness activity thereby we save ourselves we save ourselves so the period that that marks the beginning of upward movement of the sun that time is noted by the seers and given out in astrology as 22nd december from that day there is an apparent northward coursing of the sun which we call uttarayana uttarayana mean uttara means north movement the northern movement so beginning of northern movement is the beginning of saving one's own being saving incidentally jesus the christ was born on 22nd december incidentally so he too has have has conducted the activity of the activity of saving the souls from ignorance to knowledge so therefore he is called savior but everyone who does the same activity of elevating beings from ignorance to knowledge he is playing the role of the savior so the role of the savior is a larger role played by the sun and the 
the rays of the sun as they emerge during the dawn is compared to blood 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 red color you find if you see the sun rays in the morning during the month of capricorn you will have very blood red color rays coming during the dawn hours that is what is called in the vedas as the blood of the savior the blood of the savior every day inviting the blood red colors of the sun rays into you purifies your system a lot that is why the all practices relating to wisdom suggest that you wake up so early in the morning that you are ready to drink the blood red colors of the sun rays as they come up through the dawn that saves us that purifies and saves us that's where it is said the savior's blood cleanses the savior's blood purifies the savior's blood eventually saves us that's how in the veda it is said it is attributed to jesus but it is not so very true to attribute it to one individual while it is the activity of the lord of the solar system that is the sun the sun rays during the morning hours especially in the month of capricorn help us to purify the whole system in terms of our awareness in terms of our life therefore it, since he is the one who helps us to save ourselves he is called the savior the sun is the savior every 22nd december midnight hours the drama of the birth of the savior is conducted in the ashrams of all the masters of wisdom the reference to the savior is to the sun not to jesus jesus is but one of the many in the hierarchy of the masters of wisdom there are many who preceded him there are many who also came after him so they all contribute to this activity the savior is the sun half our solar system the rays of the sun as they emerge during the morning hours especially in the month of capricorn is considered to be the blood of the savior that's how it is said the blood of the savior cleanses the ignorance of the beings so relating to these rays is but a practice by which you stand in a position to receive the needed knowledge and the knowledge that you receive in so far as it enables to move up in your awareness then it is called upward movement northward movement if you receive the rays of the sun during the northern coursing of the sun but you do not raise in your awareness you still remain utterly gross physical or you remain completely indulgent in emotional things or you are stuck in your thought patterns and you are not going further beyond into the buddhic plane you cannot say that you are moving upward wisdom is 
a practice that enables you to move up from being mental to supramental, from supramental to buddhik, from buddhik to atmic, like that there is a movement. So this upward movement saves us from our own conditioning with the surroundings on account of our ignorance. So this is what is intended by the initiation. Initiation is nothing but walking from ignorance into knowledge. Tamasoma Jyotirgamaya, from darkness to light. We walk from darkness to light, then it is called initiation. So the initiation, activities of initiation are not only initiated in Gemini, but are much more initiated in month of Capricorn in the ancient systems. That's why this Capricorn is full of activity relating to light. And we are into that Capricornian times right from last week, from 22nd December, it all started. We are today on the 27th of December, already six days passed by. So six degrees we should have raised from Moladhar. Six degrees we should have raised. The constellations are also given like that, from being cornered by your ignorance. When you are cornered by your ignorance, you are said to be stuck in the constellation called Mula. Mula means corner. When you are cornered by your ignorance, you are Mula. You may have any birth star, it is different. As long as you are in ignorance, you are cornered. When you are cornered, you are in the constellation Mula. That is zero degrees of Sagittarius. From there, there is upward movement. Upward movement. Purvashana, Uttarashana, Sravanam, Dhanista, Satavisham. Like that, there are nine constellations that give us upward movement. So even if you are born in an upward moving constellations, if you are ignorant, you are still in Mula. Therefore, we conduct these congregations to relate to knowledge and translate that knowledge into our daily activity so that we raise from being only aware of the form to be aware of the substance of the form. The substance of the form. To the consciousness that we are. We preside over the activity of consciousness, we preside over the activity of life, and we can, we can be the master of our, of our own life. That is what is intended by the month of Capricorn, which is not only a month of initiation, but also a month of fulfillment. So also Gemini is a month of fulfillment in the anti-clockwise direction. In the anti-clockwise direction, if you count from the zero degrees Aries to Vaya Pisces Aquarius, Gemini becomes the tenth house. So from third house to tenth house, there is the travel. The travel is from ignorance to knowledge. From mortality to immortality. Mrityorma Amritam Gamaya. 
సరసోమా జ్యోతిర్గమయ మృత్యోర్మా అమృతం గమయ ఇంకోటిగా తమసోమా జ్యోతిర్గమయ అసతోమా సద్గమయ ఫ్రమ్ అంట్రూత్ టు ది ట్రూత్ ఫ్రమ్ అంట్రూత్ టు ది ట్రూత్ ఫ్రమ్ మోర్టాలిటీ టు ఇమోర్టాలిటీ ఫ్రమ్ డార్క్నెస్ టు లైట్ వీ హ్యావ్ టు వీ హ్యావ్ టు మూవ్ are we doing that is what we have to ask each one of us don't ask others it becomes a problem if you ask the others the other will the other says no we haven't really improved it. then do we stop at it we say you have also not improved so we deny each other <laughs> instead each it is better each one of us look into ourselves and see how much we are moving towards the subtle towards the subtler towards the subtlest of the existence or we are just stuck with the form side of things may that be so with all of us that we move in all planes that we take to the subtler side of our being and not just stuck with the grasser side of our being bhagavad gita says that in so far as you do not even recognize that there are other planes of existence superior to that you don't progress the very recognition is important that there are subtler planes and that you need to make movement into those planes shall have to be part of your consciousness otherwise you don't move when you don't know that there is another floor over this you don't move over there do we so like that there are a seven storied structure in us seven planes of existence in us so we need to move in all the seven chambers which are vertically built in us only then with that that the recognition of existence of seven planes and the aspiration to move into the settler planes of our being that enables us to give real impetus to work with the knowledge and move forward that's how the sun moves that's how the sun moves from capricorn to equator from equator to tropic of cancer again he comes down for 6 months he goes up for 6 months this apparent movement is taken advantage of by the seers to give that swing to the beings to move upwards and even move beyond if possible so to that end we have to work for that we need to see what is with us what is with us and what are we we are the beings we have the life thread we have the awareness thread and we relate to the body and conduct the activity of awareness with the support of the activity of life remember the symbol of compass for that reason may that be so and i thank you because it's already 8:30 we continue again in the evening namaskar